Hey, you, you know what? You know, the Cranfords have had quite a week, and I can guarantee you that Jeff is watching us with his family and live stream from the hospital room. So how about, there's a camera right over here in the back, and we all turn, and we wave to him. Look at the family. So say hello to Jeff. Hey, Jeff and family, we're praying for you guys, praying for your family. Jeff will let you obviously all know what's going on next week when he's back here with us. So, what difference does Christmas make? You know, how about another question? Are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? I hear all the kids and the grandkids are going, yes, yes, we're ready. And the adults are going, no, no, we're not ready. You know, you know what's that right gift? You know, what's that one gift that you're going to get, you know, that makes it all worthwhile? You know, when you see their face just light up. It reminded me of a, a story I ran across. story goes like this. When my son was two years old, I found out I was expecting another baby that would be born right after Christmas. I was so excited to tell my husband and son the good news. I picked up a greeting card from my husband, one that talked about him getting to be a daddy again, and planned to take my boys out for lunch and tell them about the new baby. When we arrived at the restaurant, the hostess seated us, and the waitress came to take our order. My son wanted his favorite, the kid's cheese pizza with black olives. After our orders were taken, I pulled out the card and I gave it to my husband. As he read it, his face just beamed. He goes, are you serious? We're going to have another baby? What an awesome Christmas present. He was so excited. So we turned to our son, who was coloring on his menu, and said excitingly to him, Carter, you're going to get a baby brother or sister for Christmas. To which he pouted and loudly replied, I wanted pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there was a little girl. She climbed up onto Santa Claus's lap, you know, as usual. And, and, uh, and Santa asked the usual question, what do you want for Christmas? Well, the child stared at him open-mouthed and horrified for a minute. And she turned to Santa and go, didn't you get my email? <laughs> you know, there was a, a local newscaster was with a crowd of parade watchers welcoming Santa as he arrived in town. And in a live interview, what a bouncy four-year-old girl, he asked her if she had talked with Santa yet and told, her, told him what he wanted for Christmas. And she said, no. Are you going to talk with Santa? And she said, no, very determined. No, I'm not. Well, the newscaster's live. You can't understand why she's responding this way. And he, he says, well, little one, why is it that you don't want to talk to Santa? She goes, because everybody knows the real Santa's at the mall. <laughs> you know, I just got, I came across this a couple little funny statistics I'll share with you, and then we'll dive into the message. There are currently 78 people named S. Claus living in the United States, and there is actually one Chris Kringle. Did you know December is the most popular month for nose jobs? It's true. <laughs> And did you know that the weight of Santa's sleigh, if it was loaded with one beanie baby for every kid on earth, his sleigh would weigh 333,333 tons. He would need 214,206 reindeers plus Rudolph to pull the sled. (laughs) 
And if you want to deliver all those gifts in one night, Santa would have to make 822.6 visits per second, slaying at 3,000 times the speed of sounds. And at that speed, Santa and the reindeer would just burst into flames. <laughs> so, excuse me, I'm just uh, working over a little cold here. So let me ask you again. Are you ready for Christmas? Some of you are saying, you know what, I got some meals to prepare. I got presents, I got to wrap, I got presents to buy. Next weekend, in that first part of next week, the week, almost the whole world shuts down. And they all focus on one single event. The freeways will almost be empty. Many offices are going to be closed. And the whole world focuses on this single event. So why is Christmas such a big deal? I mean, what difference does it really make, really, anymore? How can a baby that was born 2,000 years ago on the other side of the world stop traffic in California in 2018? It's because he wasn't an ordinary baby. The Bible says that God came to earth. Emmanuel, God with us. Can I tell you that's bigger news than the man, men landing on the moon? God invaded earth. He split history from B.C. to A.D., the Bible says in John 3.16 that for God's so love the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. It's amazing that when he entered the world, he entered the world like everybody else. He entered the world as a baby. And of all the ways that God could have chosen to enter the world, why would he choose to come that way? You know, and the one reason that I can come up with is, number one, is that, you know, he wouldn't scare us. Nobody's afraid of a baby. But we all found out we know one thing, it was no ordinary baby. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 2. And we're going to start through verse 10. I'll have the scriptures also up on the screen. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. What does all mean? All means all, and that's all that all means. It's for all people. For unto you, is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, an angel, there was with the angel of multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Maybe you're thinking, so what? Even if he was God, what difference does it make to me today? What difference does it really make, really, with my life and with my family and with the current situation that maybe you're dealing with? It makes a big difference. And I want to be as simple and as straightforward and as brief as possible. The Bible says that because Jesus came, three things can now be true in your life. And I want you to remember these. I want you to remember these three things. I'm going to break them down for you in just a, a minute here. 
I don't know why. I want you to remember these things. What difference does Christmas make? My past can be forgiven. My present can be managed. And my future, guaranteed. That pretty much takes care of your life, doesn't it? Your past, your present, and your future. Because Jesus Christ came at Christmas, number one, your past can be forgiven. Romans 3, 23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift. The redemption that is in Christ Jesus. That's good news. The fact that none of us are perfect. I don't measure up to my own standards, much less God's. Right? We all live with, i got to fix this mic, we all live with regrets. You know, I, I love reading letters online. Let me fix this for a second. I love reading letters online to Santa Claus. And I actually read this one last year, but I think it's so good I'm going to read it again. I figured you wouldn't remember. <laughs> it says, Dear Santa, there are three little boys that live at our house. There's Jeffrey. He's two. There's David. He's four. And then there's Norman. He's seven. Jeffrey, he's good some of the time. David, he's good some of the time. Norman, he's good all the time. Signed, Norman. <laughs> the only problem with that is none of us are Normans. None of us are good all the time. We all have regrets and guilt, and it has a devastating effect on our lives. It robs us of happiness. It causes depression. It can make you sick. Guilt does all kinds of things to us because we just sometimes just don't know how to get rid of it. And people will do anything to relieve their guilt. They'll take drugs, get drunk, try therapy, go to Disneyland. Maybe you try travel, become workaholics, anything to cover up the things I wish didn't happen in my life. But there's only one solution. It's forgiveness. The good news is God wants to forgive you. And there's three things about it that you need to know. Okay? Are you ready for them? Are you guys ready? You want to hear them or not? You want about the three things? About the forgiveness from God is this. It's instant. He doesn't make you wait to be forgiven. You don't have to wait through a long period of time. It's instantaneous. Number two, it's undeserved. You'll never earn it. You can't work for it. You can't beg God for it. You can't bribe him for it. It's undeserved. Number three, it's complete. The Bible says, and we confess our sins to God in Hebrews 8, for I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. That's one of the most amazing verses in the Bible. You know what's amazing about it? God can forget. The God who made the whole world universe chooses to forget your sin once it's forgiven. I mean, isn't that like a mind blower to you? I mean, think about it for a second. He forgets it. 
Psalms 103.11 says, if you're keeping notes, write this down so you can look it up later. His unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. If you come and say, Christ, please forgive me. I accept you as my Savior. And if you die tonight and you go to heaven, and you said, God, what about my divorce? God would say to you, what divorce? God, what about, I was very dishonest in that business deal. What dishonesty? What about that remark I made to, God would say, what remark? See, don't, don't miss this, friends. I give one or two of these whenever I get an opportunity to teach. This don't miss this. That's in case you fell asleep in the last few minutes. I want you to pay attention to this. Don't forget this. What God forgets, you can forget too. What God forgets, you can forget too. Let me tell you, that's good news. Most of us, even when we believe God forgives us, we can't forgive ourselves. We hang on to the guilt, don't we, sometimes for years. Somebody said when God forgives us, he takes our sin, he throws it in the deepest part of the ocean, and he puts up a sign and says, no fishing. Okay? Can I tell you, Satan wants to keep you under guilt. When God tells you it's okay, it's forgiven. My past can be forgiven. Your past can be forgiven. Even if there were no such thing as heaven, and there is, though, But if there was no such thing as heaven, but even if there weren't, it would be worth us just to have a clear conscience. A start over. Have you ever been like halfway through maybe painting a room and go, oh man, I wish I could start over. It just isn't turning out the way you want. Or you're halfway through some project and go, oh, I wish I could start over. Have you ever been through or you've been halfway through your life? Go, boy, I sure wish I could start over. As Paul told us in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you can. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old's passed away. Behold, the new has come. God wants you to not just turn over a new leaf. God wants you to start a new life. Are you hearing me? It's not about just turning over a new leaf. He wants you to start a new life. It's like... starting all over again, being born again. Jesus said, Jesus Jesus came, he goes, I didn't come to rub it in, I came to rub it out. If there's anything in this world that's good news, it's that God says that my past, believe me, when he says my past is forgiven, regardless of who you are, regardless of what you've done, or what you think you've done, you matter to God this morning. I want you to understand he cares for you. He wants to forgive you. That would be good enough in itself, but the good news of Christmas and the reason behind it, it's so important the billions of people celebrate it, isn't just because of that alone. Are you ready? There's more. It's more than just forgiveness. The second is my present. My time I'm living in right now can be managed. Can I tell you, I've met more stressed out people in the last six weeks than I have met in a long time. I don't know if it's the economy. 
I don't know if it's the political unrest in the country. I don't know what it is. But I think you agree that, you know, stuff like this can really wear us down. And if you look around, it seems like people are always searching. I need some additional strength, some energy. I need some direction. It's like everywhere. People are saying, I've heard some people saying, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Can I tell you, there's good news. The Christ who came at Christmas 2,000 years ago can give you that strength. He can give you that energy. He can give you that direction and help you right now in your present situation. Here's a scripture verse for you. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who? Listen, that's a promise from God. You got to get one of these, all right? If you don't have one of these, there's over 7,000 promises in here from God. That one I just read you, isn't that a good one to hang on to? Do you know there's more in here? Can I encourage you, if you don't have one of these, I want to encourage you, get one. Get a nice thick one like this one. You know why? Because it's a study Bible. And it helps you answer questions and work through situations and stuff. I want to encourage you, get one. God has got so many positive affirmations and blessings and promises to give to you to help encourage you. Work through life's situations that come along. You have someone asking you what to get you for Christmas? Here it is. Look, at you don't know what's going to happen in 2019. I have no idea what's going to happen in 2019. But here's the deal. God assumes the responsibility if I've given my life to him. He'll take care of you. See, that's amazing. When you give your life to Christ, he assumes a responsibility for you. If he supplies, let me ask you this question. If he supplies all your needs, what else is left? Nothing. He takes care of yours and mine past, our present, and our future. And here's number three. Can I tell you, my future can be guaranteed. If you have your Bibles, Hebrews 2, great one. If you're keeping notes, write it in your Bible some. You're writing on notes. Because God's children are human beings. Because we're made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Wow. Excuse me. Look, let me tell you something about death. The fear of death, universal problem. Okay? It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter if you're educated, uneducated. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, brown, green, whatever. We're all going to face it, right? We're all going to face it. It's an an inevitable fact of life that we're all going to die. As a matter of fact, I went on the Internet. Some things are true in there. But what I found, the statistics said, the mortality rate in America, 100%. (laughs) Can you believe that? So let me ask you this. This is why this is so powerful and why Christmas and Christ's birth. If, since we're all going to die, doesn't it seem foolish to go through life unprepared for something that you know is going to happen? You know, it doesn't make sense, right? I know someday I'm going to die. Everybody else in history has. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm going to too. So it makes sense to be prepared. But can I tell you, you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. 
And that's a really powerful true statement. Have you noticed people don't like to talk about death? Some of you right now are a little, why is he talking about this? Do you know why? Because a lot of times we're just afraid of it. Because there's uncertainty about what's going to happen when I meet God. Because look at you're going to meet God someday. All right? I mean, you can run from God, okay, for the rest of your life. All right? But there's going to be a day when you can't run anymore. How do you make certain what's going to happen to you as we cross over to the other side? Because that's one appointment, can I guarantee you, you will not be late for. God has already chosen that time. But he doesn't want you to fear it. It says Jesus came to set us free from the fear of death. Why? Because if you already know where you're going and you already have a relationship to God and he's your friend, you've got nothing to worry about when the time comes. I can stand before you in an absolute sincerity and tell you I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid of pain. <laughs> but I'm not afraid to die. Because I know where I'm going. I settle the issue. Okay? I'm already friends with God. For a Christian, death is just a homecoming. It's just a transition. At Christmas time, probably the most used word you're got, you hear is gift. Everybody's worried about getting the right gifts. Have you ever received a gift within a gift? See, I received a set of ski gloves one year my parents gave me. What I didn't realize until I went to go skiing, I stuck my fingers inside, and each one of the fingers had money in it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, ooh, 20 bucks. Well, 20 more bucks. You know, pay for my ski lift ticket. But there was money, there was a gift inside of the gift. Can I tell you, God has some gifts for you at Christmas time this year. And there are three gifts. Do you like I use three all the time? Because you know why these three are wrapped up in one big gift? Just like the gloves, they're wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Because when, when you receive Jesus, you get all these gifts. Just like we were talking about. We, you get that gift of forgiveness. Ephesians 1, 4 through 7. Even before he made the world. Think of this. God loved us. Chose us in Christ to be holy. And without fault in his eyes. You know, you ready? No, this is. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. Look, do you know what's great? I mean, adoption. Think about adoption. There's probably some people here who have been adopted and those who have adopted children. It takes a special love, doesn't it, to do that? You have to be willing to go out of a comfort zone, bring in total stranger into your life they probably know nothing about, and to give them a chance in life to rescue them. It's that God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. By bringing us to him through Jesus Christ. This this is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he's poured out. On us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom. With the blood of his son. Forgave us our sins. Amazing, right? 
Second, he gave us that gift of strength. Jesus said in John 14, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give, give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. This is the next part. Neither, don't be afraid. He says, look it, I'm with you. Okay? Look at I, I, I'll work with you in handling and working through these situations. I'll help you. Look at you. God goes, you don't know what's really going to happen this year. God goes, I, I do. And I'm going to walk it with you. Turn to me. Come with I'll walk this with you. We'll get through this thing together. I'll give you the strength. I'll give you the peace. And then he goes, I'm giving that gift of eternal life. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can I tell you, when you look at those gifts, there's several things I noticed. They're very personal. They come in a person, and his name is Jesus Christ. Second, they're practical. They are exactly what you and I need. They take care of our past. They take care of our present. They take care of our future. They're priceless. They cost Christ his life. They cost God his son. That shows what you're worth. When you receive a gift that's expensive, you realize that somebody values you. God says, you're valuable. Another thing about those gifts, they're permanent. Can I tell you, I received a lot of gifts that don't last two months. How about the kids when you give them gifts? How long do they last? Some of those toys. This is a permanent gift. It's like the Energizer Bunny. It goes on, it goes on, it goes on for eternity. For eternity. So I have a question for you. Have you received God's Christmas gift of Jesus Christ? I was reading online about a guy who got a Christmas gift 49 years ago. He hasn't opened it yet. Strange, right? I can't imagine if my wife gave me a gift and it was under the tree, or you gave me one, and three months later you came to my house, it's March, okay, you come over to my house and the gift's, the tree's still up too. Real issue with Paul. So the tree's still up and the gift's still under it, okay? And you'd say, you haven't opened that gift yet. You think it's something pretty strange, right? You know what the tragedy is? Many people celebrate Christmas year after year after year, and they never receive the gift of Jesus Christ. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Have you accepted God's gift of forgiveness? Seriously, contemplate. Have you? Have you accepted God's gift of strength and peace? And have you accepted his gift of eternal life through his son? Can I tell you, you're not going to find it under the Christmas tree. You're going to find it in your heart. Have you ever received that gift? I heard a story of a father who gave his daughter some plastic pearls. She wore them for years. 
When she turned 13, he says, I want you to give me those plastic pearls you're wearing. And she says, why, Dad? He goes, just trust me. Give them to me. As, she took, as he took them back with one hand, he pulled from his pocket a string of real ones. Can I tell you that God is saying to you, give me the cheap plastic thrills. Give me the things that you think satisfy you, but they really don't. And I'll give you something genuine. I'll give you something real. I'll give you something that lasts. All you got to do is trust me. Maybe you're asking, how do I receive God's gift? You receive it by believing. What does it mean, maybe you're saying, well, what does it mean to believe in Christ? Can I tell you, it's more than this. It's way more than head knowledge. Some of you remember the story many years ago on Christmas Day, the world-famous tightrope walker George Blondin decided he was going to walk across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. They stretched a tightrope across Niagara Falls. Canadians on the Canadian side, the Americans on the American side. He said he wasn't going to walk across, but he was that he wasn't just going to walk across, but he was going to push a wheelbarrow full of dirt across Niagara Falls, okay? Everybody knew that if he made just one mistake in the balance, he'd fall off the rope over the falls. It'd kill him. He gets on the other side, and he was safe. The crowd went, yay! He did it again. Pushed the wheelbarrow back across to the American side. And when he got there safely, the crowd went, yay! He did it 20 more times that day. On the last trip, he set the wheelbarrow down right in front of one of the tourists there. And the tourist goes, you're incredible. He goes, I believe you could do that a hundred times. He goes, I believe in you. So George took the wheelbarrow. He dumped the dirt out and said, get in the wheelbarrow. (laughs) Friends, this is very much what Jesus Christ says to us. If you believe in me, put your money where your mouth is. Lay it on the line. Make a commitment. You say, Jesus Christ, I received your gift. I receive your gift of forgiveness. I want to receive your gift of power today. I want your guarantee for the future with you in heaven. In exchange for that, I will trust you with my life. That's what it means to believe in him. You know, people come here to CRD for many different reasons during the holiday season. Some of you come out of habit. Some of you came here out of tradition. Some of you came here because a friend invited you today. Some of you came and says, well, it's just what you do when it gets near Christmas. You go to church. But, but regardless of why you think you're here, God brought you here to say this to you. I got a gift for you. You matter to me. I love you. Accept my gift. Maybe you felt close to God in the past, drifted away a little, 
Maybe you moved to the desert here and you haven't just still searching, trying to find a church home. We certainly invite you to be part of our family. But more than that, God's got that gift for you. And I challenge you, please, don't waste another Christmas by refusing this tremendous gift. Don't waste another Christmas by not rededicating your life back to him. Because he is our hope. He is our peace. He is our future. He will get us through 2019. He will get us through 2020. He will carry us through the dark nights of our soul. He is the one that will get us through. And when it all comes time to leave here, he'll be the one with his arms wide open waiting for you to cross over into your eternal heavenly home. So as we close, let me just say this prayer. Just pray this in your heart. Dear God, you know what? I just sometimes don't understand it all. But I do believe you love me. Sometimes I have a hard time believing it, but I believe you love me. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ. This Christmas, I want to receive Christ. I want to receive those gifts into my life. Jesus Christ, as much as I know how, I ask you, to make yourself real to me. Come into my life. Please forgive my past. Help me to manage my present problems and give me the insurance that I'll be with you when I die. So I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, friends, as we close, I've got a final song I want to play. Let the... You know, you... Look at, listen to the lyrics of this word. Sing this song in a way that you never sang it before. Listen to the lyrics of the song.